0: Sisterly Advice is sponsored by Pop Girls Ministry. Hi guys, I'm Grace. And I'm Katie. And we are Sisterly Advice.
1: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Sisterly Advice. Yes. Today we will, or actually, in our last episode we talked about toxic friendships and relationships, Mm -hmm. and today... We will be discussing what a healthy relationship and yes. or friendship is.
0: Taking a more lighthearted look this time. I know. we're gonna, This is going to be a bit more lighthearted episode. Mm-hmm. And, of course, with every lighthearted episode, we need a good dad joke, right? Yeah. So my cousin told me today, he goes, Grace, you know, to be an organ donor takes a lot of guts. <laughs> Get it? Yeah. Guts. That's kind of a good one. Yeah. Oh. oh, Okay. Cool. But getting into this episode, though, which is not on being an organ donor. <laughs> i Okay. Yes. So, the first point in this episode is that God is the center of every healthy friendship.
1: Yeah. So, basically, just whenever you hang out, there will be a radiation of God's light. Mm-hmm.
0: And personally, I have definitely seen this with some of my friends um, like one example of this is a couple of my friends and I were just sitting in a car at worshiping at the top of our lungs while waiting for another friend to get off work. And during this time, a lady came out of the restaurant that our friend worked at. And one of my friends literally rolled down our car window just to tell this lady that she liked her dress. And in the end, we were able to bring a smile to this lady's face. And she even heard our worship music because of it. So by simply hanging out, We were just able to radiate God's light. It was not something that we had to intentionally think about. It just happened. And so when thinking about this, consider the verse Hebrews 10, 24 through 25, which says, And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another. And all the more as you see the day, Drawing near. With this, I strongly encourage joining like a Bible study or a youth group with your friends. Katie and I, and one of our other friends actually, two of our other friends we all go to youth group together on Sundays, and it's just a great time for us to hang out. But then, because of where we are, we are able to worship together, we're able to have a small group time, and it's just a great way to really carry out this verse. So, find a small group that you can do with your best friend. And then even when it's not a small group or a youth group that I'm going to, every time after I hang out with a friend, though, I feel the joy of the Lord personally. That's how I know it's a healthy friendship. Like if I leave their house and I'm noticing that I'm smiling, that I'm joyful, I'm happy. I'm like, oh, God is so good. He has blessed me with this person. And that's just that's a healthy friendship. And another thing I think of when I think of a healthy friendship personally is that you should really just feel comfortable to be silly or to dance or do something that might cause you to laugh at yourself.
1: Yeah, I definitely know that.
0: Mm-hmm. If, if
1: it's a healthy friendship, you feel free and comfortable to be yourself. There's no worry about being judged or criticized or worrying if the other friend thinks you're quote unquote cool or not because yeah. you guys are just both... Hey, let's hang out. You know, mm-hmm. you're
0: just you're just having a good two time. Two guys having fun. Two girls, two <laughs> girls having fun. And then, like, speaking of like being comfortable, another thing to be comfortable with in a friendship is that you should be able to openly express your faith, and you should be able to talk about that with your friend. It should be a mutual respect in that conversation where you can share about it and grow during time, like time to time when that conversation comes up.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, One thing I want to address just real quick before we move on to our next point is that I know some of you out there like me might think of always not just radiating the glory of God, but just experiencing spiritual growth in a strengthened relationship with the Lord to an extreme in the fact that every single time you hang out with a friend or a group of friends, it's like, okay, I got to, you know, learn something about the Lord. I got to do something to strengthen my faith. And I just want to address that not every time you hang out with your friends that you have to feel like you've grown in a relationship with God or feel like you Mm -hmm. are a stronger Christian with a stronger faith. Um, Like I said, for me, I know that if I went through my friends and only kept the ones that I always feel like I've strengthened my relationship with God with, I wouldn't have many friends. Uh, Recently, Grace and I went to the movies together. Yeah. And it was just, you know, we were just hanging out. We were having fun. And Mm -hmm. I know that Grace is a friend that helps me grow my faith. I know that deep down, like before, we have definitely had some conversations and I'm like, man, yeah, this is, this is a good talk. And Grace has definitely helped me grow my faith. But at that time at the movie, there was no spiritual growth, you mm-hmm. could say. It was just us hanging out. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that Grace isn't a good friend for me because I didn't grow my faith at that time. It just mm-hmm. shows that you don't have to feel a pressure to have spiritual growth whenever you hang out with your friends all yeah. the time. But the general rule, when you look at how this person has influenced your life, it should be,
0: there should be more percentage of you having spiritual growth than not. Absolutely. Like, this person should be a positive influence in your life, but not every hangout has to be a Bible study yeah, you don't.
1: Yeah, so there's no pressure. We're not saying that that person's bad for you or is a negative influence. If you know, remember a time where, man, we didn't talk about God or that we didn't talk about our faith at all when we hung out that time. It's okay, it's mm-hmm. not gonna that doesn't have to happen every single time, mm-hmm. but like I said, or like we said, the majority when you look back at your friendship with that person, as long as you see that God is prevalent in that friendship, I think that's yeah,
0: absolutely, good like check you mark. said God is prevalent, and sometimes that can even be found in just the love that you and your friend have it's a like it's a christianly love you don't actually have to discuss that it's just a feeling that comes with being around them sometimes
1: i do agree with that and just because faith is such a big thing even when grace and i were at the movies we never did talk about our faith or god Mm -hmm. we really just were hanging out but in the back of our minds, we know that if something came up, like a situation came up, we knew our faith, we knew what we believed in, mm-hmm. and that would have shown through in that instance. Yes. But, yeah. So, just want to address that. Absolutely. Before we move on. Um, so, the next thing that we want to address is that you don't have to agree on everything. Mm-hmm. A healthy friendship, that doesn't mean you have to agree on everything. You don't have to. There are things that Grace and I don't, even Grace and mm-hmm. I don't see eye to eye on, but there's a mutual respect for the other person's beliefs. Um, I believe that that respect aspect and a friendship is very important. Absolutely. Like I said, Grace and I don't 100% agree on everything, but our friendship is still just as strong because of this respect. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. we didn't have this mutual respect, we get in arguments all, all the time, the time. We'd be like, you're wrong, I'm right, and mm-hmm. all of this stuff, and honestly, I don't think we'd ever... I don't know. I don't think we'd like no, each other very much. No, no. If we did
0: that. We want it And that's the thing too, is some things they're the Bible calls them disputable matters. As in they're not worth dividing a friendship over. They're not tier one issues per se, which like tier one issues are issues that pertain to like this determines your salvation. It can be a little bit hard to be like best friends with someone when you're not on that same level there. But there's like these little things that just pick your battles not everything is worth fighting and you're going to be arguing all the time otherwise
1: yeah we got things like did you take my water or like i thought we were going to hang out this time like Mm -hmm. why'd you change the time on me stuff like that but if it's something a bit more like maybe an idea or a belief Mm -hmm. or a type a a type of moral or something like a
0: theological viewpoint yeah
1: a theological viewpoint that we don't Agree on that will give us a chance to Mm -hmm. sharpen each other and grow mature as people, yeah. With some of those higher, um, what would you say, disputable matters Mm -hmm. with something that's a bit higher, even if we don't agree, there is still a chance for us to sharpen each other and help us grow mature as people. Um, my mom got sent a quote from a friend that said, The person that challenges you and holds you accountable. Loves you more than the person that watches you stay the same and settle for mediocrity. Mm, yes. So if I noticed that maybe Grace believed in something that I was like, eh, maybe, and I, and I believed in something that Grace was like, eh, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, if we just let each other go by and, you know, kind mm-hmm. of believe and do that thing that we were like, eh, you know, yeah. it's okay. We'll just, I'll just let it go by, you know, if I let that go through, it doesn't really show that I
0: love Grace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And on things like that, too, is we'll talk to each other and hear each other's viewpoints, and sometimes we come to an agreement, and sometimes we don't. But we at least have an open conversation. Yeah. Um. That's very important. But if you don't want to have, like, if it's not the time for a deep conversation, per se, my dad's always told me, politics and religion are not table talk. As in, if you are just sitting around with not this is more like just a normal friend that like you just see sometimes you decide to go out for dinner maybe once and try to get to know each other better you know just see how they're doing check up on them unless you know that you agree on some matters it's not worth at that point getting into an argument over politics or over religion like my dad goes that's why I love football because I can always talk about football although he does seem to argue with people over that a lot though too maybe football should be off the table also
1: Yeah. And I do agree with that. And to point out, I think that Grace is the only person outside of my family that's a friend that I feel close enough to to talk about religion and Mm -hmm. politics with.
0: Yeah. And, like, there's some people at school, like, if I have something to rant about, about, like, politics or something, and I know they agree with me, then if I need to rant, I'll go to that person to rant about but I don't just say it openly to my whole class.
1: I know. That just might bring up conflict. We have a political etiquette episode if you'd like to hear more Yeah, about you can that. go listen to that. <laughs> you can go listen to that. Strongly suggest so, it. moving on, basically that point is you don't have to agree on everything. Yeah. There's no pressure. Like, it's okay. It's okay mm-hmm. to not agree on everything.
0: But then, exactly. But Katie and I also said it's great to have open conversation. And with that, there's an accountability I've often heard that your friend is an accountability partner.
1: Yeah. For example, if I did something that Grace knows I normally wouldn't do or Mm -hmm. agree with, she addresses that with me to hold myself accountable to God and my morals. Um, She keeps me in check, and I keep her in check from going off the rails. Just, you know, sometimes we might get lost Mm -hmm. or blinded by the world, the world's temptations. And I might not see it, but Grace might. Yeah. She might see that. Hey, are you blinded to what you're doing? Are you blinded to the things that you're saying, the things Mm -hmm. that you're starting to partake in? And Grace is holding me accountable to myself. I'm like, oh, wait, I am. Yeah. I am doing
0: this. And And absolutely hear the other person's viewpoint on that too. But it's great to like be there and be like, hey, you know, what's up right now? And everything that Katie said. And even sometimes for us, it's like a word choice. Like, for example, we do these episodes, and we have some ideas and thoughts written out that we want to say beforehand. And sometimes I'm like, mm, I'm not sure. Katie's like, mm, I'm not sure. And typically, it's just a mattering, matter of wording, where we talk about that wording, and we ask, what would you like instead? Or where would you like this put instead? And mm-hmm. we just discuss it until we come to an agreement on that. And it's always cordial. But We keep each other accountable and make sure, okay, are we understanding what we're saying? Are we using the best words we can say? And um, just that little bit even causes growth with this. I know that doesn't necessarily apply to everyone. Not everybody has a podcast. Yeah. But maybe that's true, though, if you're in a group project with somebody, you know, at school. So...
1: Yeah. So just that there's definitely accountability in a healthy friendship to where, you know, if you notice your friends, you know, doing something they Mm -hmm. normally wouldn't do you're able to go there and be like hey you know we probably shouldn't be doing that let's reel
0: yeah. it in <laughs> let's <really laughs> reel it in but so on the other note of this friendships are also definitely supposed to be fun and this is something that God has just really been showing me recently and laying me on my laying on my heart and it's that you can be a Christian and you can still have fun don't let anybody tell you otherwise, because it does not take partying to have fun. It does not take alcohol, drugs, sex, none of that. For an example, like I said, God's been showing this to me, and it's really just been through some experiences lately. Recently, a friend of mine had a big birthday party, and everyone had so much fun. I can't even Put into words how fun it is. I mean, you can go check my Instagram and see some of the pictures, but (laughs) we all just literally got out on the dance floor. We took tons of pictures and we simply had a good time. And looking from the outside in, someone might not understand how we could have that much fun and laugh that much without the influence of alcohol, but rather we were filled with the joy of the Lord. And in those times too, like we were able to be silly out on the dance floor and everything. And it's because we had confidence in the Lord that we didn't really care what the others thought. And so then all of us had that confidence and we're all just able to cut loose and have fun. It doesn't take things like alcohol to dull what you, what you care about, what others think of you to actually have a good time. And then lastly, we just wanted to think of a few things that make a good friend. Definitely, maybe write down a list of attributes you want in a good friend and consider that and ask yourself, does this friend fill these attributes? Um, If you need to remember these, you can write down the ones that we're about to share. Absolutely. But these are just some of them that came to my mind. And one of them is that a friend is honest. Um, And this is, I feel like, a lot like Katie was saying with the accountability, but also gentle at the same time with that honesty. Um, The next attribute, I would say is loyal like you absolutely want a friend who is loyal who is not talking behind your back and let's state that talking behind your back can be like different like it's okay if you need to go to an adult and ask for advice about the friendship that's not talking behind their back but like talking to other people like and just saying bad things about them mm, yeah. you know be loyal to them don't switch back and forth between friends just so you can have the best of both worlds. Because yeah. it's not the best of both worlds. I think there's a
1: difference between, like, discussing someone and gossiping mm-hmm. about them. Absolutely. Because, like, Grace, we discuss about you all the time. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about you all the time. But it's not gossip.
0: Yeah, like... My, me and my own friend at school, like we're both friends with Katie. So we'll talk, like we'll discuss about Katie, but like we don't gossip about Katie. We like, yeah, it's just, not like we have a mutual it's friendship like, with oh her. Oh my gosh, did you see what Grace was wearing? No, oh my it's goodness. it's not that.
1: It's, it'd be more like, hey, like I noticed that Grace said this one thing mm-hmm. and I thought it was really good or, you know, just simply, simply discussion. You know? But
0: yeah. Or like, ooh, they had this one idea. Like I want to have a deeper discussion on this idea or, you know, things like that all the time. But it's not gossip, and that's a difference. So loyal. Be a good friend is loyal, and as we go through these, I would also suggest to continue and look at it and ask, am I this kind of friend? Because I feel like we're often looking at, okay, well, are they this person? Are they good enough? But sometimes we have to take the block out of our own eye before taking the speck out of our brother's. And in that sense, also, another attribute is loving, in which Proverbs seventeen seventeen says, a friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for a time of adversity. Your friends should love you, and they should be there for you when times are tough. That's a true friend
1: yeah and just talking about love I know we did talk about love we've talked about love before mm-hmm. and that sometimes love can be in the form of a tough love absolutely said with accountability sometimes I think that accountability aspect of love can be a tough love it's like mm-hmm. hey like I love you so I'm not gonna let you do that mm-hmm. because it's not gonna it's not gonna be good for you and, yeah, yeah, so just love can be like, oh, I'm going to give you a hug, and I just, I care for her, and then mm-hmm. you also care for them in a way that you're not going to let them do things that might potentially
0: harm them. Yes, and so. I absolutely see this kind of, like, tough love and like, a friendship with a mentor, per se, someone who guides me and I look up to. I definitely see this kind of love, and... Another thing with loving, too, is to think about what makes your friend feel loved. Like, love languages apply more to, apply, apply to more than just a romantic relationship. For me, mine is physical touch. That does not necessarily mean sex or anything like that. That means some days when I'm struggling, I just need a hug. But others might want a small gift or They might need some encouraging words or might want you to do something for them. Just honestly, openly ask your friend what makes them feel loved so you can show that to them because I know personally physical touch, like I said, but because that's my love language, that's also often how I show love and I have to remember that that's not how everybody feels loved and I need to actually stop just doing what I would want and try to think about what's best for them and what kind of what and what? Why do I need to show love for them? So, Katie, what's your love language so I can show that to you?
1: I don't know.
0: We'll get back to me on that. It's it not
1: physical touch because <laughs> I've I always thought it was a hugger. Like mm-hmm. all my life, I love to give hugs, and then recently, I met a hugger, and I realized I'm not a hugger.
0: I was gonna say I don't. I I'm don't not, really get hugger I vibes from you. I
1: don't like like surprise hugs from the side from the bag i don't know don't
0: i'm I'm the kind of person who will absolutely give you a surprise hug from behind
1: yeah (laughs) i'd say maybe i don't know maybe maybe it's like maybe mine's words of affirmation
0: i feel that more with you but oh quality time is another one though also
1: quality time i know
0: that's my dad's
1: i don't i really don't know what mine
0: is well, figure it out and get back to me. we know
1: it's not physical touch. <laughs> I cannot stand it.
0: We can roll that out. Yeah. Uh-oh, we're different. But that's okay. We're okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we don't have to attract. Do yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> and then the next thing after that is Christ-like. And I feel like loving actually is one aspect of Christ-like. But just, I mean, it's a friendship that, like, your friend is. Treats you as a friend like Christ would. Now, of course, you can't expect your friend to be as good as Jesus. You know, that's not going to happen. Can
1: we, any, can anyone? Like, <laughs> can we really? It mm. was pretty
0: perfect. <laughs> yeah, nope. Yeah. Um, but if you want to be a Christ-like friend, I strongly suggest dig into the Word, maybe the Gospels especially, so then you can actually see the actions of Jesus and how He acted and that's the way... You can't be Christ-like unless you know what Christ was like.
1: Mm, yeah. Oh, that was good. That was right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Grace is so, proud of herself. Just them shoulders, dusting them shoulders. Okay.
0: After that is trustworthy. And I think we kind of got into this with loyalty and not gossiping and not sharing secrets. And for me, like... With trustworthy and not sharing secrets, it's one thing if you need to tell an adult. That's a little different. Um, although I believe we can all relate to like, yeah, I'll keep your secret um, between me and my best friend. And then <laughs> I think we all kind of know that. Or that
1: I, for me, it's my best friend tells me a secret or someone tells me a secret. It's usually like Grace and my mom. Mm-hmm. If Grace knows, has a secret, my mom re- usually knows it.
0: Yeah. But or if I'm my mom her. has
1: a secret, I usually don't tell anyone.
0: No, if my mom has a secret, but if Grace does, I don't really. Tell I definitely you, but, tell my mom. But yeah. if Katie has a secret, I totally tell my mom too. I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah, that unless doesn't Unless it's like me. really, really big, yeah, yeah.
1: But I don't know. I don't think if don't it was know. a really big secret, it'd probably be something bad.
0: Yeah, if you don't and then you getting... might need to tell it your mom. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and then you <he> might. Like, yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know if oh. there's anything I wouldn't tell your mom though with things I've told you. So that's okay. I tell my mom stuff too. Yeah, same here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's safe between me and my mom. <laughs> Yeah, that,
1: yeah, that's definitely it for me. That's important to, yeah, just to, to know that you have a safe person, a safe place that mm-hmm. you can go to.
0: And that's great if that's a parent. Like Katie and I just expressed that, that for us, that's both of our moms. And But if that's a dad or a grandparent or a mentor or a teacher or a mature friend, have that person, though. Yeah. Please have that person. Um. And on this list of for that person, they should be a good listener so they can hear those secrets, so they can hear what you have to say, or they just listen to your funny story so you feel heard. Mm-hmm. So good listener. And with being a good listener, someone who's a good listener is also empathetic, as in they take what you're feeling and they try to feel it themselves. They try to be able to be there for you in the best way by trying to experience that emotion. Don't take that too far where – you cause yourself to be too hurt where you can't help the friend, but at least be sympathetic. Try to be there for them.
1: Yeah, I think that if you're not too good with openly expressive about your feelings and your emotions, Mm -hmm. I think the empathetic part might be a big step for you. Like, have any of you seen Twilight before? Charlie, Charlie Swan, Chief Swan, is not
0: not. a guy
1: who's able to openly express his feelings. Mm Mm-hmm. But I think the first step I would tell him when someone asks for his advice is definitely being the good listener, mm-hmm. being a good listener, and then working hard to, on, the empathy, a, on the empathy.
0: And sometimes empathy, if you don't have the words, it doesn't always have to be words. It can be a look in your eyes of like, I understand, or it can be a, just a little sound like, mm, or, oh, yeah, you know, or it can be a just placing a hand on a shoulder. If you don't have the words, there's other ways to show that with your demeanor yeah. that you understand And also,
1: i think a good listener will let the other person get out everything they have to say first because some people mm-hmm. are just and this is a great thing to have but they're just so eager to help they're like oh let me help you yes please tell me what you're struggling with i'd love to help you mm-hmm. and so they start listening and there that person hasn't even gotten like halfway into what they'd like to say and mm-hmm. the other person's already giving them advice yeah and i think even though you're so you might be so open to give advice and help this person. Let them say everything they need to say first. Absolutely. Completely understand, like, maybe they are not struggling with what you think they're struggling mm-hmm.
0: with. Yeah. They're because they haven't out.
1: gotten there yet.
0: So. And the other thing I feel like people will do when trying to be empathetic is the whole, like, you know, trying to one-up the other person. I'll be like, oh, I'm so tired. And the next person will be like, oh, I'm more tired. And the person after that is like, oh. Oh I only gosh, this, I only got two hours of sleep.
1: This is at school, like in middle school. Every girl will be like, oh my gosh, I forgot to have breakfast last, um, this morning. And someone says, dang it,
0: I think I forgot to eat dinner. And I'm like, girl, come on. You just have to always one-up the other person in the suffering. I don't – not you. I'm just saying like – Hypothetically,
1: when we say you, we're not really talking to you girls who might be listening. It's mainly just hypothetical people in our brains. Yeah,
0: yeah, pretty much. But that's so true is – it's not necessary to one up a person to be empathetic. It's more of a, you can try to relate to them. Absolutely relate, but don't be like, oh, you didn't sleep well. Well, I only got two hours of sleep. I'm sure you at least slept more than that. I'm sorry, that person, that like that annoys me. You don't, I don't see why it's a competition to for who has it worse. Like, can we all just agree that we're going through stuff, and we need the other person there to help us, and we need each other. Can't we just agree on that? Sorry. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> so, the next one. <laughs> <laughs> the next one. Katie's like, move on, Grace.
1: <laughs> Maybe stuck on empathy and listening. before. Okay, moving
0: on. <laughs> yes. Um, non-judgmental. I feel like we got into this when we said, you can feel free to just be yourself and be silly and dance. Yeah. You can... You can, like, absolutely, like Katie said, keep your friend accountable. Point out when, hey, that doesn't seem right or that is explicitly what the Bible would call sin. Say it gently, but it's, like, that's another thing. But to be like, I don't like your shoes today. Those are ugly. I'm not a big fan of your hair. Did you really just say that kind of loud? I don't like how how your voice is that tone or, well, not tone, but, like, I don't like how loud you talk that's just judgy and it's not necessary yeah Mm -hmm. and lastly a good friend should be dependable they should be there when you need them if you're going through something you should be able to talk to them about it absolutely that just dependable 100 percent.
1: and again that this all these words that we've been going through don't try and think about oh what is my is, is my friend honest is my friend loyal is my friend loving is my friend christ like we're not going through these things to make sure that your friend is like this we we're doing this so you know to be
0: mm-hmm. check yourself first to, yeah. to
1: see if you have the attributes that we've listed that we think to find a good friend
0: mm-hmm. absolutely yeah so you can't change someone else but you can yeah. change yourself and if you start to become a better friend maybe then maybe you'll attract better friends just a thought yeah. And not saying that whoever's yeah, like, listening is not a good I know, friend. I because maybe, maybe
1: you might have a friend that's not dependable, and you're like, oh, well, they're, they're not dependable, and they must not be a good friend. Mm-hmm. And, well, you know, they haven't listened to this episode, and they might not be aware of that, but you are, so you can try and be yeah. a
0: good, dependable friend. And maybe even in that situation, you can gently recommend, like, hey, I just listened to this great episode on healthy friendships, and I feel we could really put this in practice it's by sisterly advice. You could totally share it, self plug. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and, and be like, let's listen to this together because I want to grow our friendship. Don't necessarily point them out, but be like, this yeah, is something this we'll do buddy, together. Buddy.
1: Yeah, make this a buddy-buddy episode. Buddy Absolutely. Buddy. Anyone who's seen the wedding pointer, oh my gosh. Oh, I love this. Okay. So those are our one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Those are our nine <laughs> listed attributes. Of a good friend. And we didn't look this up. Grace literally just put these out there and we said, yeah, that pretty much sums (laughs) it up, we think. I just put words that came to me. Yeah. And Katie's like, sure. If you think that there is a word that you could add to this list, please um, send us an email. Absolutely. We'd love to hear what other attributes you think there are of a good friend that might define a good friend.
0: Mm-hmm. Please do. Uh, yeah, because this is just us two in our brains. And so. like I said earlier, you can absolutely create your own list of what you believe a healthy friendship looks like. And if you do that, I even encourage you, And if you have yeah. some time, try to find scripture that supports that and can really be a base for those attributes you listed.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I think that wraps up today's episode. Yes. So I want to share it dad joke i love our dad jokes okay. okay i'm ready for this one i've been thinking about taking up meditation i figure it's better than sitting around doing nothing
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh can i call that now when i'm sitting around doing nothing can i just call it meditation I'm gonna i don't try- know I'm gonna use the other that. one is when you use that the other one is
1: five out of four people admit they're bad at fractions <laughs> <laughs> oh, math jokes love it okay always love a good animal so those are our dad Sorry. jokes for you. So thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget we have our email, sisterlyadvice twenty twenty at gmail.com, where we would love you guys to send in any funny stories you may have, topic suggestions for future episodes, or maybe you'd like advice on a certain topic, we'd love to help mm-hmm. you with that.
0: And we also have our Instagram, which is at sisterly advice underscore podcast. Once again, that is at sisterly advice underscore podcast. Please follow us like, leave a comment, share our post. There we will just keep you updated and post more Christian content and reminders. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.